The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features ensure that you can take on any adventure. What kind of features? Well, how about the available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud? Or the standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together? How about available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone? We're always trying to think about those great spring and summer getaways, but with a car like the Hyundai Santa Fe, anywhere can be your next adventure. To learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe, go to HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for complete details. The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive football stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. Welcome back to the Cover 3 Podcast with your hosts, Chip Patterson, Tom Fernelli, Danny Cannell, and Bud Elliott. It's your call for the best college football coverage from National Signing Day to the National Championship and everything in between. CBS Sports presents the Cover 3 Podcast. And welcome back to the Cover 3 Podcast here on CBS Sports. That's Bud Elliott. I'm Chip Patterson coming to you live at youtube.com slash cover three and all across the 24-7 Sports Facebook network. Thanks for hanging out. Smash that subscribe. Smash that like. Come and join us in the chat. Live audience, we might have some gifts for you. Uh, we are feeling generous here today in our second show on a Monday because that's right. You see those sirens in your feed. You know exactly what that means. Auburn football program. We'll be hiring Hugh Freeze as its next head coach. Hugh takes over a program that spent less than two seasons under the leadership of Brian Harson, who took over after Gus Malzahn. Hugh Freeze is making his return to the SEC, where he was wildly success- successful and ultimately dismissed uh, from his time at Ole Miss. So, Bud, we spent time not five hours ago discussing some of the reasons why there have been some holdups potentially and why we haven't gotten the Hugh Freeze news. In that time, it has been seen that maybe there weren't holdups at all. I get it was always going to be Hugh Freeze. I guess here, here we go, right? Uh, buckle, buckle up. Hugh Freeze at Auburn. Yeah, man. Uh, I, Chip, I, I think there actually were holdups in this, right? Like, I know there were important, important people at Auburn who did not want Auburn to go through the embarrassment of hiring Hugh Freeze, right? And for those people, they will see it as an embarrassment of of hiring Freeze for, you know, for his lying, for his recruiting stuff, for his, you know, using a school cell phone to contact escort services, which got revealed, you know, 
late that that year that, that he got fired. I mean, for for a number of reasons. Uh, this move to me just says that Auburn says screw it. We just care about winning, and we don't care. We think that Hugh Freeze will win, and he can recruit against Georgia and Alabama, and we don't care about the off-field stuff. So let's well, go. Let's, and he'll let's... win until he gets everybody fired, if that happens. Well, let's go to the recruiting side of that because it is a place where you have a lot of expertise and, and a lot of uh, years of expertise. What do you, Hugh Freeze, you said he will recruit well. What do you think yes. makes Hugh Freeze a good recruiter? Because Auburn is a place where, for reasons that we've detailed here, you can recruit at a higher level than a lot of places in the SEC. It's a place where when we discussed Lane Kiffin and trying to decide between Ole Miss and Auburn, you can get a different caliber of recruit at Auburn than you can at Ole Miss. So what A, what makes Hugh Freeze a good recruiter in your mind? And then B, you know, what what does that mean for the the Auburn recruiting? So Recruiting is a complicated thing, right? It, it's a big organizational thing. It's identifying prospects, and then it's also identifying who the decision makers are in the recruiting process. And sometimes that means knowing who to grease to drive somebody to campus for all these unofficial visits, right? Knowing who you got to buy hotel rooms for, all, all, all those type of things. And, you know, Freeze was a high school coach, right? He was a high school coach of a really prominent player. He's been on that side of how to recruit these super elite guys, what the expectations are. Right, I mean, you kind of got to buy them from the start, and uh, and now with NIL, it's a little more legal and and you know just above board as opposed to uh, before where it was just totally everybody was doing it, but you kind of had to uh, hide it a little bit more. I think he understands how to form relationships with high school coaches and with parents and make them feel valued. Um, I guess we'll see how he plays with some of the moms. My guess is fine with most of them, to be honest. Uh, I, I'm not really sure how many folks actually pay attention to this stuff like you know the diehard college football fans or people who cover it do uh, and i think auburn is is really committed on the nil front and freeze will use that to the best of his abilities and i think i think they'll recruit a really good roster starting with the transfer portal i mean we saw them do it at old miss i mean they were you know they were going 140 while everybody else was going you know 90. does that mean that this is a hire that you think was driven by some of those same power players who helped activate the war war chest and fill it up? Yeah. I mean, I I know we said earlier today uh, that, at least in my opinion, I I think Lane Kiffin being Cohen's, that's AD John Cohen, who came from Mississippi State, being his number one choice made a lot of sense. And I'm I'm not convinced. And we'll never get the other side of this, right? At least not not unless this relationship blows up. We'll we'll never hear that, hey, this actually wasn't Cohen's choice. Everybody's going to put on on the same face. But I have a hard time actually believing that Freeze was his legitimate number two choice. Uh, to Lane Kiffin, simply because, again, if you guys didn't listen to our show in the 11 o'clock hour, which you should like and subscribe to the channel so you can see us live basically every day at 11. Um, he was the AD at, at Mississippi State while they were like actively investigating, looking for dirt on Hugh Freeze at Ole Miss. And so he knows all the uh, – you, you got to think John Cohen knows where some of the bodies are buried, right, man? Hey. Uh, given that he was Mississippi State's AD. Uh, so he knows what he's getting into. Who knows if he actually wanted Hugh Freeze or if he tried to talk some of the power players out of it. But uh, look, I mean, this is this is Auburn being Auburn, and it might work. That shouldn't get lost. Like, they want to win ball games. I think Hugh Freeze will probably win ball games. Do you think that Hugh Freeze is still a plus value, uh, like offensive, like schematics coach? Like, is it? Does he still carry some of that same um, 
some of that same reputation where we think that he's going to be able to come in and field offenses that are going to be exciting, that are going to put up points, that are going to cause problems for SEC defenses? I, I think so, yeah. Um, I mean, if you look at what he did this year at Liberty, uh, they had some really bad offensive games. They also had some awesome ones. They had a couple quarterbacks get hurt, and he continued to score points uh, when they needed to quite often. I mean, it was a very up-and-down thing, which given that Liberty is an independent uh, team, that they're not really playing – for a league title of any sort. So uh, they definitely put a lot of effort, it appeared, into some games, like when they won on the road at Arkansas, which was really more of a defensive get game for them. They, they played tremendously well on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, but they were able to score and, and have some nice offensive games too, especially when at least one of the two quarterbacks was healthy. Uh, when they were down to the number three kid, honestly, uh, who's now a name I forget, but uh, the, the first two kids they had, they, they played fairly well, and that's – that's not unexpected, right? Like most teams don't operate extremely well when you're down to the number three quarterback. I mean, Hugh Freeze, he knows offense, they will score points, and he knows recruiting. Does he know managing people? Does he know being an administrator and being the CEO type coach? How will that work? Are people going to trust him given some of the lies that he told at Ole Miss? I don't know. What kind of staff is he going to have around him? My guess is one that has a lot of really good recruiters, and they'll probably go get an elite defensive coordinator and, and pay handsomely for it. Um, I think he'll probably do well there, man. Mm, what, the does well, like, what does well mean? I mean, how long is Nick Saban coaching for? How big is this Jimbo Fisher 2.0 thing at Texas a and I mean, will, will A&M's entire offensive staff be out, or will it just be the OC? Will Jimbo really commit to having somebody else call plays and run an offense under him while he recruits and, and oversees the program? Does Brian Kelly keep this awesome recruiting class together that, that he is building? How long is Nick Saban in Tuscaloosa? All of those factors are going to matter quite a bit for the Hugh Freeze tenure at Auburn, in addition to whenever Texas and Oklahoma join the league, what, what do these new divisions look like? Right? What, what, what is Auburn's new permanent draw? Do they play eight or nine games uh, per year? All, all those factors go into this, but certainly I think Auburn, um, given the way Freeze recruits and the fact that I think he is a good offensive coach, uh, if he gets just a passable level of like managing people, right? I, I think he could, you know, get them back into the top fifteen fairly quickly, especially if they kill it in the portal. The top fifteen, just sort of like Nash, like the the if we we think about the teams that are going to be, you know, in the, the when when we think about the teams that are going to be always in the top ten to top fifteen, I am not going to imagine immediately that Hugh Freeze has enough surefire going to come in and kill it where I'm ready to say, uh-oh, Brian Kelly and LSU better watch out. I think Brian Kelly showed up in, in year one. I'm like, okay, Brian Kelly coaching chops. Brian Kelly, the reputation that he has. LSU, what the ceiling that it is. I mean, we can laugh here in the wake of a, a loss to Texas A&M, but they're playing for an SEC championship in year one. Um, you know, like Kirby Smart and Georgia not going anywhere. How much longer is Nick Saban going to be at Alabama? Very valuable, but... You know, I think we got to look at Hugh Freeze at Auburn or any Auburn coach, not with one of these five to ten year windows. I think you got to look at what's what's going to be the next three to five years, and if if Nick Saban's going to stick around for just a little bit, I'm not ready to move uh, a Hugh Freeze Auburn program ahead of uh, Nick Saban in Alabama. I think that I think that Hugh Freeze, while it, an upgrade from Brian Harson, does not greatly change what I think is already a high floor sort of position for the Auburn football program. I think Hugh Freeze can maintain the floor, a high floor of an Auburn football program. 
I'm not 100% sure that Hugh Freeze is raising the ceiling right now. I, I think that's fair, uh, but I, I do think the guy wins pretty much everywhere he goes, right? By, by hook or by crook, he, he does seem to win wherever he goes. And it is possible that if he is a good administrator there and is able to kind of change his ways and manage people better and uh, have a better relationship with his superiors, if, if I mean, good luck to John Cohen, right? Uh, you know, th- those are going to be difficult things to do, but I think he really could kill it there. It's possible. Uh, but this hire is obviously not without risk. I mean, it, it's entirely with risk. You, you know exactly what you're doing or you should if you're doing this and the guy can recruit, the guy can score points. He occasionally had good defenses at Ole Miss, occasionally did not. I mean, it's kind of been up and down. My guess is, is that recruiting will, will be a big part of that, right? Without a doubt. And recruiting starts right away. Coming up on the other side, a look at the very, very immediate future as the transfer portal is about to really open up and get going. What is that going to look like for Hugh Freeze and what his efforts are to bolster this Auburn roster? What about the Auburn recruiting class? What does it look like and, and how much work can be done by Freeze to be able to improve it? And also, the 2023 Auburn football schedule. How many wins we see on that schedule? Next. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now, one thing that Hugh Freeze has done extremely well uh, at every stop has been get really solid quarterback play. And the quarterback position at Auburn recently, it has been... Um, woeful. It has been it's been really, really tough. Robbie Ashford, of course, we remember was a transfer in from Oregon. Uh, but when we look at the rest of that room, there's a lot of playing time that's available. So, Bud, let's let's start with the sort of transfer portal side of this first. This do you think that Auburn now becomes one of the top landing spots for transfer portal quarterbacks? Uh potentially, although I will note that Freeze has a long history with mobile quarterbacks. Uh, if, if you look at Malik, who just got drafted by the Tennessee Titans uh, as a high pick, he was at Auburn. Auburn couldn't find a way to use him. He transferred 
and he went to Liberty and ended up becoming a really good player under Hugh Freeze's tutelage. Uh, Freeze's offense does not ask you to read defenses a whole lot, right? It's it's sort of him doing it for you, and they they find ways to scheme guys open. So Ashford is an excellent runner. He does have a good arm for a baseball guy. Uh, it wouldn't shock me if he sees some things that he likes in Robbie Ashford. But on the other hand, and they also have Holden Gardner, who, who was an Elite 11 kid last year, a uh, high four-star prospect, a, a prospect that a lot of players, or excuse me, a lot of schools liked quite a bit. So the Auburn quarterback room is not necessarily bare, and yet you can't tell me that Hugh Freeze won't at least look around a little bit to see what you have in the transfer portal. Um, if not in December, uh, then certainly after evaluating in spring to see if there's somebody out there that you need to go get, right? Uh, that, that would make a lot of sense. Their, their schedule next year is is interesting. And I don't know if Robbie Ashford is, is the guy going forward, but he might be just because the, the traits that he has seem to kind of fit some things that he was used in the past effectively. All right, before we get to that schedule, uh, what about the recruiting class as it stands? Uh, Auburn is in a position where they have been, A, hurt because Brian Harson wasn't doing a really great job recruiting. It was one of the reasons why a lot of Auburn fans were unhappy with his performance as Auburn's football coach. And then number two, you know, this has been a recruiting class that's been very difficult to hold together with all of the turnover is this going to be one of those um, you know, new coaching hire lost classes like we see so often in the early signing period? Or do you think that Freeze is going to be able to uh, really do some work here over the next three weeks or so and, and try to secure a class that will, uh, that will be able to bolster the future of the Auburn football program? So I, I will say on, on the back end, I, I thought that Harson had made some good hires too little too late, uh, but in the recruiting office, like Auburn's recruiting got better this year in terms of some guys working behind the scenes, right? And some of the existing dudes on staff. The Boise guys, obviously, had never really recruited in the SEC, and it is different. Like SEC, AC, some parts of the ACC as well, obviously, but like just down south, it is a little different as far as the level of effort and, and some of the things that need to be done. So I think there are some people within Auburn's office who get it, who know what they're doing and could help Hugh Freeze hit the ground running. So Auburn right now, uh, they are ranked 32nd overall. Uh, they're not very high up in the SEC. They only have 13 commits, though. My guess here is that Auburn will add a couple high school players. They'll probably lose one or two from their class, not because they're bad players, but just potentially because they may not fit what Hugh Freeze wants to do. I'm not going to speculate as to exactly who will leave. And then they'll probably take upwards of 10 transfers mm. right in to, to jumpstart this roster. Uh, defensive line would be a, a primary spot where they have to go out and find some help. Offensive line probably as well. And and to me, receiver is also a spot at Auburn. We know Hugh Freeze is going to want to run, want to run the football a little bit. Uh, Harson offense was not really re- friendly to receivers, obviously because they didn't really have people who throw the ball within the scheme that he wanted to run. And uh, you had a lot of quality players transfer out to other schools. So uh, I think receiver, defensive line, some offensive line for sure. And then Auburn has had a pretty good back seven, and we got to see who sticks around from that, who can stick around. My guess is they'll be looking in the portal for some defensive backs as well. But I, I would expect, I mean, probably ten plus transfers at Auburn and a couple more high schoolers in. So, you know, maybe upwards of thirty something new players into this class. Again, uh, for those who are just joining us, thank you so much. Smash that like while you're at it. Uh, we get this thing up to 150 likes. We will give away three Paramount Plus 30-day 
free trials. So go ahead and smash that like. Thanks for joining us again. Uh, Hugh Freeze finalizing a deal to be Auburn's new head coach. Uh, multiple reports across this, including our own CBS Sports insider, Dennis Dodd, uh, all indicating that we are just uh, dotting our T, wait, dotting, crossing our T's and dotting our I's uh, to get all the language done. Uh, and I think even, but I even seen a flight tracker. You and I have been in this business long enough that we remember the OG flight tracker days of coaching searches. Flight tracker is seen in Auburn play and seems to be on its way uh, to go and pick up freeze for what I assume will be an official press conference uh, introduction here in the coming days. So the 2023 Auburn football schedule runs a little bit something like this. UMass as the opener at Cal week two. Samford, and then at Texas A&M for the SEC opener on September 23rd. Remember the Georgia game earlier this year. It will be September 30th. That will be at home in Jordan-Hare. Jordan-Hare. Uh, then the off week at the first week of um, October, return to action at LSU, Ole Miss at home, Mississippi State at home, at Vanderbilt, at Arkansas, New Mexico State at home, and then the Iron Bowl is at home. It is an odd year, Auburn. So he is showing up at the uh, at the opportune time, at least until conference expansion. We'll still be living in this world where in all the odd years, Auburn gets Georgia and Alabama at home. And that's when everything gets a little bit spooky. Um, so it's only uh, added a little bit of interest as now it will also be the debut for Hugh Freeze at Auburn, but the return for Hugh Freeze to an SEC where he did enter and do a whole lot of winning for a couple of years uh, before ultimately bowing out or uh, being replaced uh, as head coach amidst scandal. So again, the non-conference, UMass at Cal, Sanford, New Mexico State. The cross division is at Vanderbilt. And then, of course, your, uh, your Georgia game is at home. Your Alabama game is at home. Your other home games in division play, Mississippi State and Ole Miss. Your road games, Texas A&M, LSU, and Arkansas. So, I know, but I know you would so much rather have the roster set. I know that you would. So no, no, no. I, I, I think we can do this. Yeah, I, right? I, I think that this is the this is the fun and reckless thing to do is to try and set a record expectation right now with a lot of things left to change. What, what, what do we think Auburn goes in twenty twenty three? All right, so I actually think that Hugh Freeze, if you gave him the truth serum, um, there's probably a lot of things you want to ask Hugh Freeze if you gave him the truth serum, but if you gave it to him and you asked him about the sovereign schedule, he'd probably say he wants this in 2024 because by that point he should have his team better and more ready. I think in year one, you'd rather play Georgia and Bama on the road because you're probably going to lose those games either way, right? I mean, you, you lost by what, 30-something, I think, to Georgia and 23, I think it was, to Bama this weekend. It, it's hard to see them closing the gap on those two teams in one year uh, unless unless Saban retires or something like that. And if he does, Chip, we're going to have a really good December as far as numbers, man. That would be uh, that'd be pretty revolutionary for us. But the, the, the downside of having those two games as two of your home games means that your SEC road games are at A&M, at LSU, right, you get the two Mississippis at home, so you have to go to Arkansas as well, uh, and then you have to go uh, to Vanderbilt. The other one away from home is 
That's it. Uh, yeah. Okay. So here's the thing. If you freeze does work in the transfer portal, they will be a significant favorite over Vanderbilt. They will probably be a slight underdog at Arkansas. Uh, if he, like, again, if he does a really good job and spends all this money Auburn allegedly has in the transfer portal, slight underdog at Auburn, uh, probably a touchdown dog or, or more at LSU. Assuming that AM gets its act together and AM firing the OC today with a really short statement. I don't know if you saw that. It was like two lines. Like, we thank Daryl Dickey for his service. He's relieved of his duties. Like, okay. Yeah, that's um, also how many the number so of words, dogs there. Yeah, the number of words in that statement is how many times he got to call a play. One yeah, word for every right. play call that he was allowed to do as offensive coordinator. Here, here's your buyout. Thanks for the uh, game planning, right? Yeah. Um, and Jimbo throws you under the bus. So you're 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 three and zero or two and one in the non conference. You're not losing to UMass or Sanford at Cal. You will be favored. Uh, Cal was rare young this year, so there's some chance that Cal could be problematic. I'm not going to give them like a like 100 chance, but they're they'll they'll probably be double digits at Cal if I had to think, right? At AM, you're you're a dog. Uh, Georgia, you are a pretty good dog at home, given what Georgia's roster is. At LSU, you're a dog. Old Miss at home, probably a coin flip, right? I mean, those rosters are are kind of similar. Old Miss beat them this year. Auburn did move the ball on them some. Mississippi State at home, probably Auburn's slight favorite, assuming Freeze does some work in the portal. At Vandy, if you do work in the portal, you are a decent favorite. At Arkansas, slight dog, I think. New Mexico State's a win, so you got a really cakewalk non-conference schedule. I mean, it's it's um, four wins in the non-con. Yeah, I, I would say that Auburn will go somewhere between six and six and ten and two, which is a huge range. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But I mean <laughs> that is the Auburn range though. <laughs> it yeah, it is. But like well, but not this year. They went five and seven, right? So the the floor for this team because of the schedule, because you draw Vanderbilt from the East, uh, which again, no disrespect to Vanderbilt, they actually won two SEC games this year. They're still power they're still going to power rate as the worst SEC team by by a good bit. So uh, I think you have very good feel that you're getting back to a bowl game and probably a good bit more. Auburn just traded Penn State for Cal. Yeah, I mean that's how you that's how you change the floor from five and seven to six and six. Um, Auburn goes four and zero in the non-con at Texas A and M, Georgia, LSU. It's like the perfect. This is why it's like the perfect season because you're going to start with three wins and you're going to be riding hot. You're really excited. A little bit of a cool down with Texas A and M and Georgia. You go to the break. You come out of the break at LSU. Maybe you stun them. You probably don't. Now, all of a sudden, you're sitting at three and three in the middle of October. But then comes that run that you just mentioned. Both the Mississippis, which, by the way, not only is the visit from Ole Miss, Hugh Freeze against Ole Miss, but it's Lane against the Auburn team. That yeah. Were you going to go? Oh, that's sign me. I am not in charge of anything as it pertains to. Uh, Wait, do, CBS still has one more year of SEC. Yeah, I don't know if that's going to be the SEC on CBS game of the week. I have no idea what the rest of the schedule looks like, but the narratives around that game are fantastic. But I could see Auburn winning Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Vanderbilt. Now, all of a sudden, you're six and three. At Arkansas, you know, you, you're right. They might be a slight dog, but here's where I go into my classic year one coach into the season. Going to be playing a little bit better. Everything started to click. You finally are starting to get into the rhythm of the offense. You go and you win that. Then you beat New Mexico State. 
this Auburn team could show up to uh, the Iron Bowl at home eight and three. That seems yeah. to be like the sunniest outlook for for Auburn under Hugh Freeze year one. I mean, I, I could paint you a 10 and two. Let's go. All right. They let, let, let's say Bama doesn't bounce back, right? Maybe Saban doesn't get a new offensive coordinator because they can't find a new home for Bill O'Brien, or maybe the new one he, he hires isn't quite as good. Maybe the, whoever plays quarterback for them is a major step down from Bryce Young and the, the program slide, which we've kind of seen on the field the last couple of years somewhat, but definitely showed up this year. Maybe that continues. So maybe they lose like Georgia and at LSU, but really improve. Hugh Freeze did beat Arkansas this year as the head coach at Liberty. Now, granted, I think that was largely because Arkansas's quarterback was hurt and Liberty was a total overlooked spot for Arkansas, but it's possible, right? And then maybe you beat Alabama uh, at home and Auburn boosters and fans just go totally nuts. This is so hard to do right now because we do not know exactly what Auburn is going to do in the portal or what any of these teams mm-hmm. are going to do. I mean, may, maybe Auburn goes out and signs like six members of the all Sunbelt team and plucks two kids from the Pac-12 and, and a couple you know, ACC studs and, and, and runs a transfer portal payroll of like $8 million. I don't know. Like, I'm not going to put it past them. They could. As we've mentioned already, uh, the three programs – that went super heavy on transfer portal, uh, both in terms of number and in terms of star power, were USC, uh, LSU, and Ole Miss. And USC and LSU are playing for conference championships this weekend. And Ole Miss got off to an eight and one start before things started to slide near the end of the season. It is very, very possible that that Hugh Freeze and Auburn are going to be able to turn this thing around thanks to the transfer portal uh, here in this modern era. Hugh Freeze we believe is on a plane or in in route uh, to Auburn for his introduction. Um, and I, I'll, I'll throw this one on there. I bet Cadillac stays. Probably. I, I, I would, I would think so. Yeah. You know, he, he stays on, gets to, you know, keep things. You know, we talked about Cadillac staying on uh, no matter who, no matter who ends up getting the job just because he would be so good to be able to you know, keep everybody on the same page. All right, anything else before we get out of here? That's probably it. I mean, I'll, I'll be interested to see what Liberty does. Like Liberty clearly has money. Yes. Right. So I mean, we'll, we'll see who they go higher. Uh, I mean, look, I'll throw one out there. I'm not saying it should happen, but let's just let's light the internet on fire. If Liberty is willing to hire Ian McCaw, who was the AD during I mean, the Browse scandal? Why not get the band back together? Right. Yeah. I mean, like, like I wouldn't put it past Liberty. Have you seen the Liberty Doc? Like yeah, that seems no. like a very Liberty move to me. Yeah. No. Art Art Browse to Liberty would be unsurprising. Yeah. So, but it would be surprising for him to any other school. Correct. Other than that one. Yes. But it would not be surprising. It's possible. Um, Liberty joining Conference USA here shortly. I believe so, yeah. <laughs> I'll have to check that when their official arrival is. But yeah, they are, are no longer going to be an independent. Uh, they're going to be joining the conference. They could run CUSA, by the way. Like, I mean, the, the schools left in the CUSA are, uh, they have, a lot of these schools have money problems. Liberty uh, seems to Liberty be decidedly does not have yeah. money problems. So um, that will be something to keep an eye on as well. Well, Auburn, it's filled. 
Be sure to keep it here at the Cover 3 Podcast as we continue to update the coaching carousel all throughout uh, the offseason. We're still in the season. You know what I'm talking about. And you can follow him on Twitter at BudElliott3. You can follow me at Chip underscore Patterson. Did we hit our number? Did we get enough likes? Ah, I'm feeling generous. Throw your Twitter handle in the chat. Make sure you're following the Cover 3 podcast on Twitter. We'll give away three Paramount Plus 30-day premium plan free trials. We'll call them freeze trials. Three 30-day Paramount Plus premium plan freeze trials to celebrate Hugh Freeze being named the head coach of the Auburn football program. Again, Drop your Twitter handles in the chat. Make sure you're following the Cover 3 podcast uh, so we can get in touch with you. Hugh Freeze finalizing a deal to become Auburn's next head football coach. One of the few coaches with multiple wins against Nick Saban makes his return to the SEC. Buckle up. It's going to be a bummer. But thank you very much. See you, Chip. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.